The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Hi, I'm Mike from the Southland Community Law Centre, and with me today is Denise. Welcome, Denise. Hello. For those who are not aware, Denise is our, our manager, and today we're going to be talking about the Southland Community Law Centre itself. Um, today, uh, with Denise, we'll cover the, some of the areas that we, well, the services that we provide as, a, as an organisation, and um, we'll cover as much as we can and hopefully inform the listeners about the services we provide. So, Denise, I think we should start with a little bit of history about the centre, as in, like, where did it start and initially what was its intent? Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so it started in 1991, um, as did many law centres around the country. Um, the initial uh, thought for the law centre was to be a legal information service only, um, so it was pointing people in the right direction of what their um, legal options might be, but it ended up turning into a um, free legal service eventually. So it was set up by a bunch of lawyers and some uh, community people way back then, um, and it was approved by the then Legal Services Agency as a, a fully-fledged community law centre in 91. In 91? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So how many people are actually employed with the centre? Well, as you know, Mike, we've got a, a wee family of six paid staff, mm-hmm. but we've also got anything ranging up to 19 volunteer lawyers as well and two immigration advisors that come in and do volunteer work. Excellent. So what areas of law does the centre cover? Um, yeah, and offer assistance in? Well, we cover the lot um, for initial advice in, in the first instance. Um, legal information is free to everybody, um, regardless. Um, so our Darlene does a lot of that um, on the phone or in, in person when people walk through the door and just with a question. Our legal advocacy is, is something that the caseworkers do like yourself, myself, and Neil and Feep and Gail. Mm-hmm. Um, so advocacy is about making sure people's legal rights are being met. And often it's about negotiating and mediating resolutions to problems that have just come up. Um, legal representation, that's mostly Neil and myself at ACC forums. Mm-hmm. But also I do coronial inquests. I represent the families of people that have died in circumstances that aren't clear. Um, and when Gail starts doing court work, she'll be representing them in district court. Uh, legal education, that's your baby, um, mm-hmm. mostly. So we go out to any place that really asks us to, um, to talk about legal processes and things people need to know about um, to make their day-to-day living a lot easier. We have a pool of volunteer lawyers and immigration advisors who are amazing. Some of them have been with us for 30 years um, and are still very happy to give their time to us, um, doing free clinics for initial advice. They also provide supervision for all of us, as you know. Mm-hmm. Before you carry on, just yep. touch back on some of those things, like the for the legal education, mm-hmm. um, whilst we already have, say, pre-built packages for certain subjects or topics, mm. um, we are happy to build 
or, or uh, create something specific for a particular oh, absolutely. group. Absolutely. So long as it's legally. Yeah, we've built many packages over the years to suit um, particular groups um, or service providers. Um, for instance, I have been doing a lot of privacy training for GP practices in the past, and that was hand-built for them, but we've used it for other things as well. <laughs> um, it's come in very handy, um, that particular one. We've given a lot of education programs that to, to cater to exactly what people want to know in any particular group. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, yeah, because it's, it's important to, for people to realise that um, we will tailor make something to suit that mm. organisation for them. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yep, cool. Yep. And the other thing we do a lot of is the uh, community expos. Um, COVID put pay to our big extravaganza for last year, um, but we are planning to do that, as you know, this, at, towards the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just coordinating and facilitating a, a community event um, where all the not-for-profits and some profit makers as well that provide services in the community can have a table or a stand and tell people who come through the door um, about what they do and how they do it and how they work together. Excellent. And that's uh, in September this year, I believe? Yep. At the... Yep. Workingmen's Club. Yeah, the top of the Workingmen's Club. The Corinthian Rooms? Corinthian Rooms, like yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Um, so that's on the yeah. 9th of... September, I believe. Oh, I haven't got the date in my yeah. head just at the moment, but look, we're, we're very, um, very honoured and pleased that um, the Wikimans Club have come to the party to allow us to host on their premises. We've had it there before, and they were very obliging. And um, it's very nice to have agencies like that actually step forth and and help us put these things on because they're a lot of work, as you know. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and it's good to have a, such a nice area to have have the day in. Yeah. Excellent. There are several uh, law centres scattered around the country, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier on. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they all operate in the same way? For example, do they all offer the same services even? No, no, they don't. There's 23 licensed law centres in the country. We're all standalone, not-for-profits. Some run volunteer law services through the universities for law students to come in and learn. Uh, they're all fully supervised, of course. Um, so they run their clinics a bit differently from what we do. Some of them are built specifically for specific people. Uh, I'm thinking about disability law, which is based in Auckland. Um, they're an amazing service that offer huge, huge offerings to people who often have no access at all to legal information or services. There's, uh, there's also the Naitahu Maori Land Law Service, mm-hmm. um, who are based in Dunedin but actually end up Covering just about the whole country, I think. Uh, again, another amazing service that is catering for a specific uh, target group that often don't get access to legal services. All law centres have criteria for funding, um, which means they have to have criteria for people they can actually assist for casework. Um, so if you're super rich and can afford a lawyer, um, we wouldn't be able to help you other than give you information. So all the law centres run along that edict anyway. Right. Um, but there's also Youth Law as one of the other specific ones, and they are, strangely enough, for for the young'uns. Yes. Um, and do really great programmes in schools. Yeah, and, and, and they do, like with a lot of education providers as well, uh, PTEs, mm. that sort of thing. Mm. <clears throat> um, so just sort of touching on a, on a few more of the topics... 
like, um, can you just sort of run roughly the area, so let's say with the South Island, where the um, centres are located? Well, we've got Community Law Otago just up the road. We share right. boundaries with them. We often share clients with them as well. And that's separate to Naitahu Law? Yep, that's separate. Naitahu Law is based in Dunedin as well. Um, they run out of, they've just shifted into a better space. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they run out of the central city, right. uh, just like Community Law Otago do. They moved into a better space as well. It's more accessible. Um, there is Community Law Canterbury who run huge outreach programs across to the west coast as well um, to provide cover. They're also uh, working with the university for the law students, with the law students. Right, yeah. Um, they're pretty amazing people. They run <coughs> clinics all over Canterbury as well. <laughs> then there's Blenheim, Marlborough Community Law, and there's Nelson as well. Okay, that's interesting because mm. they're not that far apart, are they? They're not that far <coughs> apart, but they are. Nelson's actually quite a big city. Right. Um, it would be comparable to us. Just about. Um, they have a huge refugee population in Nelson. They're a settlement area, um, so they they are actually uh, quite a large law centre as well. And Blenheim, you know, they're out on the coast there. They cover that part of the east coast on the eastern seaboard. Right. Yeah, they go down to Kaikoura, I believe, okay. and further up. Cool. So Denise, that Southland community law centre obviously mm. is for Southland and that covers all of Southland including Stuart Island? Yeah, east coast to west coast right up to the Glen Kinnock line and people up beyond Tapanui will know what I'm talking about um, so we've got 3.2 million hectares that we cover inclusive of Stuart Island um, with a population of just under 100,000 so it's a big area. It is. Um, and in that area, you know, every year we average between three to 7,000 people that we actually assist just in our law centre. But nationwide, we're talking well over a half a million people get services from community law centres and things yeah. over the year. Three to 7,000 just for the old Southland is huge. Yeah, with six staff and a pool of volunteers. Exactly. It's, it's a big, big, big numbers. Yeah. No, no, awesome. Cool. So thank you for that. That's awesome. So what about uh, our funding? A lot of people sort of like to ask the question, how are we funded? So we're funded, the Ministry of Justice administer the fund, but they don't pay for all of it. Um, The majority of the money comes from interest that is earned on trust funds for property transactions in law firms. So they're not allowed to earn profit off that interest while it's in their trust account, so all that money has to be creamed off by the banks um, and given to the Ministry of Justice. The banks keep a percentage, we won't go into that, Um, but that percentage has been decreasing significantly over the years because a lot of the banks have decided they'll, they'll lessen the amount they take and they give that straight to our national office and that gets dissipated around the country to all the law centres so we um, get a wee bit extra through that as well awesome. other funding we have is through uh, some of the ACC work we get refunds from ACC for a lot of things um, and also I've done some private contracting right. as well for health and safety plans etc etc in the past ok yep. and donations of course, of course. Yeah. Yep. always yep. gratefully received oh yes Alrighty, well, um, I think we should wind it up because I think if I was to ask any more questions, we could be here for the rest of the day. Um, 
So, yeah, thank you for coming in and just sort of giving us a rundown on the services that the centre provides. You're um, oh, one other question, sorry. Do people who are requiring the services, do they need to come into our offices? No, into we do home visits, and there are also outreach clinics that we run. Right, which I'll mention um, a bit yeah, later on. Yeah. But, but if people have no transport, because that really is a problem around Southland, because we've got a very big area and very little public transport, uh, we do try to accommodate them by travelling into the odd areas as well as the normal outreach clinics. Right. And people who are housebound, we will come and do a home visit, providing it is safe. Okay. okay. And we have done in the past, as, as I've done, um, if a client comes, can make it down to our offices, but for whatever reason can't make it into our building, mm. uh, we're happy to go and talk to them in their cars. Yeah. In vehicles or whatever. Yeah. Just or we'll, we'll help them with the lift because it is a bit frightening. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. A, it's a mystery tour on occasion. Yeah, to be fair. it is too. Yeah. I know. And we can be found where, dear? In the old state insurance building on the second floor. It's actually called the Q building now. It's the one with the butt ugly umbrella out front. You know, the big steel sculpture. Mm-hmm. Right next to the courthouse, conveniently. Um, and we, yeah, catch the lift because our stairwell is normally locked because um, we've had issues with marauding hordes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you have a problem with getting into a lift, because some people do have like claustrophobia, and it is a very fast lift, um, we're happy to meet you downstairs and, and bring you up in the lift because um, often having company is, is better. Or we will arrange for yeah. To, to we'll arrange for an outside. Often, yeah, I have been known to meet clients over in the auction house with a coffee as well. Oh, so that's where you disappear to. <laughs> no, it's all coming uh, out. They're called coffee hooies. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> you find a quiet corner there and have a bit of decent caffeine and work Sneaky. out problems as well. Oh, no, very good. Oh well, thanks very much, Denise. Um, and I hope that helps everyone better understand the services that we provide. For any of your law-related um, matters, it's always important to remember that all situations are unique and it is advised that if you are unsure about your rights or obligations, you seek legal advice or information about your situation as early as you can. If you have any questions about what we've discussed today or have a query in relation to something else or you would like an appointment with one of our volunteer lawyers, then please call us on 0321 or stop in our offices at Level 2, 33 Don Street, here in Invercargill. Our office hours are 9am to 4.30, Monday to Thursday, and on Fridays we're open until 12.30. Throughout 2021, or as long as COVID allows, we will continue to run our rural outreach clinics for the following areas. Gore, Winton, Riverton, Lumsden, Atautau, Ohai, Nightcaps, Tuatapari and Tiano. So you can contact us also on 0800 55 0800 to make an appointment. This is a free um, phone call number for cell phones as well uh, or for details on when we're next in your area. So until next time, stay safe. Thanks, Mm -hmm. please. No worries. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.